right, welcome back to another podcast episode, Podcasts of Farming Assets. If you've joined us for the first time, fantastic. Welcome. We're excited to have you. If you like the content, give us a thumbs up. Feel free to subscribe and feel free to share us as well. Don't keep a secret and give this podcast a link to other friends, family, and colleagues. Again, this is all for you guys and feel free not to keep us a secret. Share this episode with everybody you possibly can. All right, welcome back to another episode of really us trying, myself trying to communicate just really random stuff. As you know, if you've been listening to our content and our episodes, really trying to focus on things that really are kind of noise, but also pertinent to us and how what's this mean to us? And just trying to find unique things that may not be in mainstream or may not be in some other podcasts or YouTube channels or other ways of you kind of digesting content. And so, as you know, I go through articles majority of the time, like 99% of the time, I don't pre-read the article. These are articles where I literally look clickbait. I look at the title. I'm like, oh, this would be interesting. Let's let's record this and see what it's like. And and I want my reactions to be real. I don't want them to be premeditated and thoughtful as to I've prepared for this. I want this to be real content that's live even though it's a recording, but the reaction and the response is as live and real as you can get. So I'm going to go ahead and share my screen because today's article is coming from The Economist. And so as you may already know, I use random articles from all over different places, whether they're crypto websites or The Economist or Fortune, Bloomberg, Nikkei Asia, you know, anywhere and everywhere, Epoch Times. It's just, and I don't care if it's a liberal or conservative. I just, again, Let's look at the title. So today's title is Universities Are Failing to Boost Economic Growth. And first of all, this was interesting to me because I'm like, why in the world are universities involved in economic growth in the first place? They're all nonprofits. We have students that go there. They've made up hundreds of degrees that make no sense that most uh, students, when they get their degree, really can't go get a job for that particular degree. It's a money grab, right? And the system is over the decades have created this money grab. We all know and understand that and acknowledge that and how that how this works. And so the, too often they generate ideas that no one knows how to use. And so this is interesting because these are supposed to be, when we're looking at universities, these are supposed to be the thoughtful minds. But we also know that these are minds that aren't realistic. As a business owner, as somebody who's productive in the world, that a lot of times they come up with theories. It's like lawmakers, right? If you're a lawmaker, what's your job? Make laws. And you may be making laws that really don't make a whole lot of sense. And this is stupid. Why are we doing this? But this they're a lawmaker, right? And so here's the universities. Their job is to teach, educate, to help people think. But they also do a lot of research. And that's, I think, what this is really talking about. So let's take a look at this. Universities have boomed in recent decades. Higher education institutions across the world now employ the order of 15 million researchers. Okay, so that's up from 4 million in 1980. So we're looking at really 40 years of researcher increase from 4 million researchers to 15 million. Now, these workers produce five times the number of papers each year. So they research, they document, right? And not only are they documenting and doing the research, what are they usually trying to get? They're usually trying to get grants, right? They're, they get funding, which most of the time, this funding is through the government or from private parties, right? But also think about this. How much of this funding is coming from our students? How much funding 
seeing as is coming from you and I as parents paying for our kids to get a degree in education that really means nothing to anybody, right? So let's take a look at this a little bit more. Governments have ramped up spending on the sector. The justification for this rapid expansion has in, in part followed sound economic principles. Universities are supposed to produce supposed to produce intellectual and scientific breakthroughs that can be employed by businesses, the government and regular folk. So here's again, the government taking on their back, you and I as taxpayers, to pay for research and development that really private industry should be doing. Pharmaceutical companies, This is that's part of why they get certain tax benefits and they get certain um, patent protection when they create a drug over a period of time to generate revenue to make up for the research and development. Same thing with technology and all these other areas of the private sector. But now all of a sudden the government's joining in over the last few decades. And whose money are they using? Ours our money as taxpayers. Now, such ideas are placed in the public domain available to all. Okay, that's fine. I, I get that and understand that. But in theory, universities should be an excellent source of productivity growth. Why? Why? Now, if it's a medical university or scientific, and that's what they're focusing on, then okay getting certain grants and working in unison with the private industry, I think that makes a lot of sense. In practice, however, the great expansion of higher education has coincided with the productivity slowdown. Whereas in the 50s and 60s, workers' output per hour across the rich world rose by 4% a year. In the decade before the COVID-19 pandemic, 1% a year was the norm. Even though there's more and more money, there's more and more researchers, they're returning less and less. As a business owner, what do you do with that? You change, right? You fire, you clean house, you get a broom and you start sweeping out the, the dead weight. This is why the private sector, especially right now at the time of this recording, they're talking about a lot of businesses laying off people. Why? Because that's fat. They're trimming the fat. And I'm not trying to be insensitive to this is affecting people's real lives. But at the same time, there this is economic cycles, this is the process is that when you have growth, you hire people to accelerate and help with the growth. But then when you stagnate and you level out and there's no more growth, then you're overspending on certain people because what ends up happening is the growth starts to decline. And so now you have this expense. So what does this private sector do? They get rid of these people. What has not happened in the public sector, they don't trim the fat, so to speak, at 4 million researchers in 1980 to 15 million researchers today with less productivity over the years, okay? Even the wave of innovation in artificial intelligence productivity growth remains weak, less than 1% a year on a rough estimate, which is bad news for economic growth. A new paper by Anish Arora, Sharon Belazon, and Larissa Teochoa Liashir, I just brutalize these people's names. I am so sorry. I, I mean no disrespect, but these five economists suggest that universities' blistering growth and the rich world's stagnant productivity could be two sides of the same coin. To see why, turn to history. In the post-war period, higher education played a modest role in innovation. Businesses had more responsibility for achieving breakthrough. This is what I was just saying, right? Businesses have more responsibility in achieving break, scientific breakthrough in America during the 50s, and they spent four times as much on research as, as uh, universities, which is great. It's the private sector. It's businesses using their own money 
in partnership with the government, meaning the government gave tax benefits, but it's not us taxpayers forking over money for research. It's the government giving businesses a deduction to spend their own money. Okay. Companies like AT&T, Telecom's firm, General Electric, an energy firm were as scholarly as they were profitable. In the 60s, the research and development units of DuPont, a chemical company, published more articles in the Journal of the American Chemical Society than the Massachusetts MIT and Caltech combined. Ten or so people did research at Bell Labs, once part of AT&T, which won them Nobel Prizes. So this is what's happened over the decades is the private sector, the government has been taking more and more of the responsibility of the private sector and making it public sector. And how's this getting funded by you and I's taxpayers? So this is part of the government spending. Well, why? This should be on the feet, on the doorstep of private business. If private business wants to make money, they need to innovate, not nonprofit universities where these people have no business in understanding how research is actually something that could be productive in business. A business doing research is they're doing research to make sure that what they're researching is productive, making money, which is why productivity was up and why it's down. There's no incentive for a university to research stuff to create productivity. Okay. Now I can keep going on and on and on about this article and go through, this will be in the description. You can go through this article. It's not a long article, but the point is what I have just made. The point is that the government continues to overreach, taking from the, the private sector and making it public. And you and I as taxpayers are footing this bill. And so this is not Correct. This is not right. So this capitalism is about businesses doing the research to create returns. So we're all pissed off at the pharmaceutical companies because they do this research. They create these drugs because pharmaceutical companies have kept the research in-house. Your universities, yeah, universities may be helping with cancer research. They may be helping with that aspect, but in unison, probably funded by the pharmaceutical industry, right? For that particular university or universities to be able to be funding. But as the article said, the government has been doing a lot of this funding itself. And when the government does this, productivity reduces. It just does, it reduces. And that's the problem. And it's what's costing you and I as taxpayers. So what do you think? Add your thoughts in the comments. I'd love to hear your feedback and what your thoughts are. I, again, I'm not this ultimate expert, never professed to be. I'm just a random business owner. I'm a business financial consultant that looks at this stuff and says, hey, time out, hang on, this is wrong. In my opinion, which I'm allowed to. And if you're a subscriber, awesome. You subscribe to my opinion or you like my opinion because there's a good debate in your own mind of what is being said. That is the whole point. Now, if you're not a subscriber, man, you better subscribe. You get our content dropped every Thursday. You get access to what we're doing. And I want to hear your feedback because I'm making up this content. I, I'm looking at articles. I'm getting you know, clickbait, but I would love to hear what you have to say. I'd love to hear what you want to hear about. I can look at my viewership. I can look at the where people are really viewing this content and stuff, but I'm guessing 
from that, from those responses, I want you to tell me, let's be direct. Let's have a communication, be very direct. Tell me what you want to hear. And and I'll give you what I possibly can. So thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate you investing this time with us. You can invest it anywhere else, but you're listening to us and I appreciate that. And so once again, make it a great day and go ahead and subscribe if you haven't already. All right, welcome back to another podcast episode, Podcasts of Farming Assets. If you've joined us for the first time, fantastic. Welcome. We're excited to have you. If you like the content, give us a thumbs up. Feel free to subscribe and feel free to share us as well. Don't keep a secret and give this podcast a link to other friends, family, and colleagues. Again, this is all for you guys and feel free not to keep us a secret. Share this episode with everybody you possibly can.